flat and keep it real as Roland Martin Unfiltered. Support the Roland Martin Unfiltered Daily Digital Show by going to RolandMartinUnfiltered.com. You can make this possible. Uh, so this tweet from Congresswoman uh, um, out of New Jersey, Bonnie Coleman, as the coronavirus crisis continues. Uh, it's real interesting. She tweeted that Donald Trump's Department of Labor is trying to simply get rid of affirmative action in the midst of the coronavirus crisis. This is what she tweeted on the day the Senate passed the largest economic stimulus package in American history. Uh, the administration now is time uh, has now decided now is the time to cut out women and minority-owned businesses. So it's really interesting, uh, Dr. Carter, that they're using this moment to. Why would you use this moment to stop affirmative action programs in the Department of Labor? Well, I mean, it would be easy to do it because people are panicking and people want something. So they're probably not looking at the fine print, as Robert and Cortricos pointed out. There's a lot there that people are not going to see and that people will skip over simply because we need relief and people want something that looks like steady in this storm. So we saw remnants of this. Remember when the Patriot Act passed right after September 11th, people gave up lots of their civil liberties their privacy, for example, for the sake of something that looked like safety. And I think we'll see something like that this time. It's very easy to do when you're in a panic and people want you to act quickly. Like people are afraid, people are already feeling the pinch financially. And so they wanted something to happen. How it happened, the sort of how the sausage got made was sort of unimportant, but I think we'll feel this um, as time goes on, as, as uh, Congresswoman Coleman points out, right, these are the small things that get slipped in that you can miss when you have very long pieces of legislation and very limited time to actually digest that legislation. Go to my iPad, folks. I'm going to read the three tweets that she put out. Uh, she said, today I learned that the Department of Labor is suspending its affirmative action guidelines. For decades, we have fought to ensure that minority and women-owned businesses were given the opportunity to work on federal, state, and local projects. Now, with the stroke of a pen, the USDOL has decided that one way to overcome this crisis is to suspend fairness rules on these projects. This is a further expression of the racism evidenced by the Trump administration. Uh, on the day the Senate passed the largest economic stimulus package in American history, the administration decided now was the time to cut out women and minority-owned businesses. Uh, this is the link that she posted uh, right here, uh, and this is the letter. Uh, it says, Memorandum on March 17, 2020, to all contracting agencies of the federal government, all from Craig Lean, director of the Federal Contract Compliance Office, in view of these special circumstances in the national interest presented by the novel coronavirus outbreak and consistent with agency practice related to emergency responses, I've decided to grant a limited exemption and waiver for us from some of the requirements of the laws administered of the Office of Federal Contract Compliance Programs. Robert, what the hell? I, I, so not that I agree with this. I'm going to give you their side of the argument. So just to be clear. Not that I agree with it. I'm giving you their side of the argument. Uh, the point of their, their, their claim that they're trying to make is that because we're in an exigent circumstance and that we need to, uh, in that emergency measures, you, uh, they are reducing the uh, the affirmative action requirements and the ability uh, in order to speed up and streamline the process to get people back to work and to get hiring and contracting done as quickly as possible. That is the argument the administration is using. I, don't, I disagree with that. I believe that um, as normal, this is another attempt to uh, to kind of screw over the little guy in these situations. We saw last uh, last night that you had three Republican senators holding up the entire bill just to, uh, because $600 might go to poor people. Uh, you 
you saw Massey today, uh, who wanted to hold up the entire bill because he felt that it increased the deficit too much. There are, there's always, for some reason, millions, billions, and even trillions of dollars for corporations and for the millionaire and billionaire class. But for somehow, as Bernie Sanders said, giving poor people $600 is the end of the universe. Somehow, uh, having these requirements to still have minority competition and affirmative action programs in the Department of Labor, they feel that that's a bridge too far right now. Uh, uh, Quadrico is interesting. Go back to my iPad, folks. It says, in short, this exemption and waiver extends to all affirmative action obligations of supply and service and construction contracts and other obligations as specified in the FAR clauses above. It's going to extend from March 17th, 2020 to June 17th, 2020. Jesus. My brothers and my sisters, here we go again today, March 30th, 2020. 20, March 30th, 2020. Every time when you think that this country is trying or making some type of resolution with the people of America, here they come to slide something else, to take something else of value, more value than a measly $1,200. While your eyes are focused on the 12. Here they come to slide in rules or suspend portions of civil rights in order, in order for you to be able to do nothing if you're not a minority, especially if you're black. And I say that, and it's so sad, especially when you're black. They don't want black people to be able to do nothing in this country. They like when you're robbing and stealing and selling drugs and killing your own people and killing your, your, yourself and all this kind of crazy madness, but they'll do anything because a lot of people don't understand affirmative actions wasn't meant to give black people anything because basically it was put in place back in 1961 through President Kennedy. 1961 it was put in place. That's when it pretty much was introduced. And it was to help people get an equal, fair chance. It wasn't meant to give, give, give black people nothing. But a lot of times in those days, and even today, when you would see a black person get a chance or they got a job or they call it affirmative action hire, it's an affirmative action hire because the person who got that job was a better candidate. And white people never understood that. And they still don't understand that today. They, this administration, 45's administration, him in particular because he is the leader of the administration, they'll do anything to take your mind off of the real uh, business that's going on. And the real business is to pretty much shut down as many minorities except they want to destroy the black minority. And it's, place, it's, it's put in place as our brother Rowan Martin on his show. That's why I wanted to open up with that uh, particular audio clip. Because, you know, this, this stuff gets a little bit out of hand. You know, every time you think or every time we think we're moving up the chain, moving up the ladder, here they come standing at the top to step on our hands. Wicked 
it's always been something I used. Deceitful has always been something I used. And today, this outright criminal. And every time when you get ready and you hear these people in these debates and it, it don't matter whether it, it be uh, the, uh, the, the red or the blue flag. It depends on what flag you're looking at. And that when I say the red or the blue, I'm talking about the Republicans or the Democrats. It don't matter. Their number one objective is to keep the black man and minority, but basically the black man from ever uniting and to keep us downright out of the race. That has always been one of the deals. And it seemed like it's always going to be the whole deal. They don't want to see black people progress. They don't. And black people, and it's sad for me to say this again, you half the time don't want to see your own brothers and sisters progress. So what do you do? You fight for a party that is against your own people in order to keep your what limited status or what financial status you think you may have. It's just a gang like any other gang. And this gang just happens to wear suits and ties. It ain't no better than the ones who stand on your street corner. They're gangs. And no matter how much of a smile they put on for you or a sad look that they put on for you on television, they still, they still ain't going to do nothing for you. Many times you say the Democrats, oh, the Democrats, black people love the Democrats. Yeah, black people love the Democrats. And at one particular time, I say about 15, I say about uh, uh, 20 years ago, yeah, I did too. But you know what's happened since then? I started understanding in how they play the game. The Democrats don't care nothing about the black man. They never did. They come out every four years and tell you something to make you think that they love you or like you or care for you. And in essence, they're out looking for their own uh, self-gratification. They're not looking out for the black man, black woman. And, and, and it's the same way with these shop owners when you go and you spend all your money. They don't want black businesses. The affirmative action, this particular part of affirmative actions is to suspend, you know, any types of uh, uh, just, well, every project should have, you know, minorities working on it. This way, it's like we can have everybody because we want to get America back to working. What they're saying is we want to get everybody back to working. But, you know, without that particular, excuse me, ooh, I got hiccups. Without those particular laws on the books or suspended, that means we can bring in a bunch of dummies who don't know squat, but we can bring in a bunch of dummies and we can give them a job, in essence, instead of just saying, well, you know, uh, minorities. Minorities are a part of this world, a part of this country. So everybody should be 
in uh, participant, but this way, they want to keep America great. America never was great. It's great in their minds, and the reason why it's great in their minds is because when black man was the slavery and the Hispanic was over across the border before they started coming over to this country, it was a, it was make America great. They was great because they had black uh, labor and they didn't have to do nothing. And then when the black man finally got a chance to do something, then they sing, but they didn't like it. It's like they're doing something uh, and they're not supposed to. It's like, hell, who in the hell you think built this country? It wasn't no white man that built this country. The black man fought in these funky wars too. There's always something that comes about when a black man is trying to make a step up. See, people, you out there reaching with the coronavirus, you're reaching for that little $1,200 check. And all that ain't nothing but a smokescreen for the big picture. That's why you got to stop falling for the 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 uh, the uh, the matinee. It's not the matinee anymore. Stop falling for the goddamn matinee. Start paying attention to the big picture, not the matinee. Back in the day, the matinee uh, before the before they only had one movie. The matinee was the cartoon or uh, the movie before the. Uh, the big picture. Now, you, you, you're still falling for the matinee when you ought to be paying attention to the big screen. Leave the little screen alone and pay attention to the big screen because that's what they're covering your eyes with. The matinee. Why they sneak into the big picture and do the big damage because this little stimulus package it ain't got nothing to do with you. Another reason what they're trying to do with this affirmative action because they're going to try to cut you out, black man, black woman, small business. They're going to try to cut you out. Those funds are not going to go to you. If you do get some, you're lucky, and you're going to get very little of those funds because those funds are not meant for you. Those funds are meant for everybody else except you. That's why they came up and they slid that right up. You see how smooth it was? They slid that right up under after they put on the uh, the big screen because they did the big screen. They put that on there and then, the, no, they, they slid in the matinee with $1,200, 600 And as you heard, you know, some of the people in the Congress, in the government, in the Senate, they didn't even want to give out that little $600 or whatever it is. They didn't want to give that money out. These people always hate to do anything like it's their money. And they claim they love the people and they're fighting for the people. They're not fighting for the people. I know $600. I know $1,200 is not that much, but it's something more than what you had. But when you look at the big picture, the big picture is telling you this is more damaging. Because, see, first we'll start off with a suspension. March all the way to June. And then once they see this working, then they'll go and they'll try to eliminate it altogether because that's what they're doing anyway. Every time affirmative actions is brought up, you're hearing people, we don't need this, we don't need that. Because see, once you are all together and you're working together, you might have 100 whites and you might have, what, uh, 20 Latinos and you might have five blacks. Oh, we're all working together. Everybody works together for themselves except black people. Black people are too busy fighting are not even fighting. 
too busy begging for those little few crumbs that they want to give you. Because that's all they are. They're crumbs. Until you start to understand, until you start to try to figure out a way to start working with your own brothers and sisters in your own country, which is Africa, no matter how you put it, you, we might have been born here, but we originate out of Africa. Everybody originates out of Africa. Not just black people, white people, brown people, uh, uh, um, Asian people, everybody originates out of Africa. They may lie and say this, because see, if you look on it now, they're trying to even shrink Africa. These people are wicked. They'll do anything to erase what's really happening in this world. They'll do anything, especially when it comes to black man, black woman. They want to erase your history so bad, it kills them to see you with any type of progress. You might have the crabs in the barrel, and you do. You got the crabs in the barrel, but the big screen is what you need to focus on, not the matinee. That $1,200 stimulus package for mat, what, uh, for uh, uh, adults and $500 for the children, it's just a smokescreen. It's the matinee. Keep watching the matinee, and then they slid in at the last minute. But that's number 45. He ain't doing nothing for black people. He never was. Obama's situation was the, the situation that kicked in for the jobs. Usually when a president leaves office, uh, at least a year or two, that's when some of his uh, things that he implemented during his, uh, his, uh, his run as president or his stay as president start to kick in. And that's what happened. This kicked in. So you have to understand, my brothers and my sisters, Ain't nobody on your side. Don't nobody care nothing about you. And until you start to really care about yourself and thinking just because you get, you get a little something that they everybody likes you, don't nobody like you. Hell, your own people don't even like you. You need to get that out your head. My brothers and my sisters, coming to you on this 30th day of March, this third quarter, no, I'm sorry, this first quarter of 2020 this ain't nothing but an old deceitful way of doing things by the government when are black people going to stop trusting the government every time you ask the government for something they take their goddamn time when a white man asks the government they jump when black people minorities ask for something from the government they take their goddamn time it's almost like looking at the police when something going on in your neighborhood what happens? They take their goddamn time on getting there. When white man jumps, they fly in there with about multiple cars. It's just sad. This is a country. This ain't no great country. It's sad to say we don't live in a great country. We live in a, a, a we still live in a bunch of hate. And that's all you have. Hate and jealousy. And, and never forget, my brothers and my sisters. Just because people have don't mean they can't be jealous of you. Just because a people can have, you can have all the money in the world and you still be jealous of somebody. Why? Because you're just an evil person and that's what's in your nature and that's what's always been in your nature and that's why you do the things that you do. Ain't got nothing to do with uh, uh, just because you have this, you know, you shouldn't be bull. You got people that are just envy, too much envy in this country. You got too much envy. 
and we got too much envy, hate, and jealousy amongst our own group. That's why they constantly do what they do to us because we still deal with the same old, same old in our own group. A bunch of hate and envy and jealousy. My brothers and my sisters, I'm kind of lost for words. I'm a little tired of hearing. I'm a little tired of talking about the same old stuff and seeing the same old garbage. That's what we get each each and every day from this administration. Thanks, man. I was uh, talking, but thanks, buddy. That's all right. Yeah, I was picking up a package, my brothers and sisters. I'm picking up my uh my my uh my stimulus package. <laughs> a little a little humor there. I know you guys like humor. Sometimes you don't get it. Mine's a little bit warped. There's he, there he goes. He's going to the next house to drop off their stimulus package too. Oh man. Well, my brothers and sisters, you take what you take, do what you do with whatever message I put out there, but it's the real deal. And I just wanted to pass on that, that little tidbit to you. And you know, another thing that's really annoying, you got people out there from these mega churches still begging brothers and sisters and anybody else to pay them tithes, whether you're working or not. I got that coming up this week. Old Kenneth Copeland telling people they should pay their tithes. How in the hell are you going to pay tithes if you ain't got no job? And this man is worth almost $700 million. See, that just goes to show you. They don't get no, even the people in the uh, religious community, they don't care nothing about you. Pay them tithes. You have some that do, but you got a good portion that still want you to pay them tithes, even though you may not even have a job. Pay them tithes. Hey, pay them tithes. Pay them tithes. Pay them tithes. Pay them tithes. And, and you ain't got a job, but give me your money anyway. And I'm worth uh, $700, 800000000000 billion. I'm sorry, $1 million. Black people, stay strong. You got to start loving each other. Start figuring out ways to make your business grow. Because taking out these loans, these loans ain't for you. They're not trying to give them to you. They want to give them to somebody else, but not you. Brothers and sisters, this is your brother saying peace. Enjoy your Monday. Stay strong. And I'll see you when I see you. Peace out.